1: afternoon i want to know what's going on and i want to know right now you know two dudes talking sports and you two will be awesome
2: live from news talk 1480 whbc it's a household name who the
1: hell are you it's the kenny and jt show have a great show JT, baby let's go jt i want to try a new uh, show open from now on and, and stop playing that brian i don't like that <laughs> instead of let's go because as you've told me time and time again that's a uh tom brady thing right
2: yeah, he coined that phrase. Okay, and, uh, uh, what do he, he what do you call copyrighted? Uh, I don't
1: know if he copyrighted. We're not gonna. He it's did? not like that guy. That, Let's get ready to. You know what? And uh, we're not gonna get fined for saying anything. Tom Brady doesn't need the money. We need the money. So I'm gonna go with this one from now on. We'll pull What's a little that? Tom Hamilton in 2023. Oh. Okay. Coming to you live from the corner of Sixth and Market, and where else would you rather be? A little facenda here. A little uh, Levy from the uh, Buffalo Bills. And where else would you rather be than right here, right now? So you're combining Hammy and Marv Levy. Yes. Nice. I like Mm. it. Good Lord. Thanks. Oh, thanks, Hammy. Hammy's
2: not uh, real fired up about that. Okay. All right. I'm game with that. I'm cool. It's all good. I'm down with that. It's a first Friday.
1: What else do you expect? We have to be in a good mood. 35 degrees in beautiful downtown Canton right now, where it's going to be a first Friday and all kinds of things happening tonight. They've got 22 ice sculptures. And guess the the best part about the ice sculptures today is? What's that? They ain't melting anytime soon, kid. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's good, man. That's that's what you want when you have a uh, an ice sculpture contest. You want it to be freezing you outside. You want it to be and cold. You're gonna be fine. Yeah, yeah our no luck, problems there.
1: If it were you and I having an ice sculpture competition, it'd probably be about sixty degrees outside.
2: Uh, but I wouldn't complain. That would be okay because anytime uh, it's sixty degrees, I'm, I'm all I'm. I'm all right. for warm weather, you know that. But, yeah, it was cold nice. out when I took Frankie out for a uh, walk today, let him do his, uh, his business and everything like uh, that. So it went from being nice and warm to back to normal.
1: Speaking of doing business. Yes. I wasn't working last night, but the Twitter world is going crazy. Mary Kay Cabot tweets out this thing, Jadavian Clowney. And let's just start right there and oh, get geez. into the Jadavian Clowney, Miles Garrett, or how about just we say this? The Browns, being the Browns, with one game to go.
2: You know what? You think you've uh, you know you you've been through the worst, right, with this God. season and everything on and off the field and all that. And it's the last week of the season, and it's the Pittsburgh Steelers, your rival, and uh, Deshaun's last game for this season. to Try and finish strong, and then Jadavian Clowney's got to go open up his mouth bitching and moaning about the, uh, the, the coaches and then kind of throwing Miles
1: um, uh, Garrett under the bus through it all, too. I love the way he backpedaled throughout the entire thing. And he's saying about basically moving his position so that they could enhance Miles Garrett's statistics and basically get him towards the Pro Football Hall of Fame. That's a right. way far away, I got to tell you. And the, the thing is, he kept backpedaling into this thing. said, I have no problem with Miles Garrett. And I would be open to coming back. Well, first of all, he says, right. I'm 95% sure that I won't be here next year. Well, guess what? I was 100% sure last week you weren't coming back next year.
2: Yeah, I, I was 100% sure, too. I didn't want you back with the Browns uh, next week. And how about this? Did you see that the Browns sent Jadavian yes. Clowney home today, and uh, there's a good chance he will not play in Sunday's game at Pittsburgh.
1: Rightfully so. And he kept saying, oh, I don't have any problems with Miles Garrett. I don't have any problems. But then Miles Garrett spoke today. And one of the things he said, and he was a little bit salty. Now, yeah. Jadavian Clowney probably already out of town and probably never faced the man, right? According to uh, what uh, Miles
2: said, yeah, they didn't talk.
1: Garrett comes out and says, We want volunteers, not hostages. In other words, if you don't like it, get the hell out.
2: Yeah, we're not holding you here, right? If you don't like it, leave. And uh, the Browns helped him out the door today, supposedly. And uh, highly unlikely that he will play in Sunday's finale uh, for the comments that he made. And how about that? He says, y'all trying to get somebody into the Hall of Fame when all that matters is winning. I don't think Garrett even notices. I ain't trying to say it's him. I try to get along with everybody I play with. Me and him don't have a problem. It ain't his fault. It's just BS and I don't have time for it. Well, now you really yeah. don't have to worry about it. You're gone.
1: Dude misses four games. Now he'll miss his fifth. Okay. There what's that what's that availability thing?
2: Yeah. The best ability is availability, and he's always been questionable since he, he had a big year last right. year with nine sacks. Yeah. You know how many sacks he has yeah. this year?
1: Two. Two. That's it. And you know what he's not gonna show up and he's not making tackles. And the other day what was it what was the game where the uh, running back ran into the line of scrimmage, bounced back out, and ran right around him, and he thought the guy was already tackled. Was yeah, he,
2: that, he just stood there.
1: Was it Baltimore?
2: Uh, I, I just remember him looking like uh, – he, he looked like Pat Shermer. Uh, deer in the headlights look. When, when Shermer was the head coach, he kind of didn't know what was going on. He was just staring around. That's what County, uh, Clowney looked like. On so, again,
1: now you start thinking about the Browns, and like I said, the Browns being the Browns. Who's responsible for a guy that doesn't want to be there? Who's responsible for this guy that's not truly a teammate? You have to start looking at Andrew Barry again, and you have to start wondering and start questioning the talent acquisition.
2: All right. I'm going to go down a path that you went down many times over the last couple of years, Mm -hmm. and that is with Miles Garrett. As bad as this looks for Jadavion Clowney, JT, Let's take a look at Miles Garrett's season this year, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see. Had the car accident. Uh, Lucky to still be alive with us, right? Uh, He's questioned the coaches and thrown them under the bus how many times already this season? And last year. Uh, Yeah, and last year. Uh, He was sick and didn't communicate that properly to the team last week and was, uh, I don't want to say, benched or suspended but he didn't play he didn't start the the first play mm-hmm. of the game or whatever uh and now you've got this thing with uh, jadavian clowny miles garrett there, there's something i mean we go all the way back to the helmet uh you know uh swing and toss and fight with uh mason rudolph and all that miles garrett is uh, he's kind of a, a drama king if you you get my drift no on question. this as well
1: no question the difference here is the fact that he signed that five-year, $125 million contract. Yeah. I think when you think of Miles Garrett, and I can't prove this, but okay. don't you think that he wants to be here? I have no yes. problem trading him. I have no problem.
2: Oh, if you've said that time and time
1: again. Yeah. If he wants out or if you can go back into that first round because here's a problem with this team right now, and you start questioning whether or not they really like being here. You can't say that about the Guardians. You don't say it about the Cavaliers. Now if you've got internal problems with this team right now, they really lack cohesiveness, no wonder they can't play a complete game. And I was thinking about this today before all of this stuff. If you ask any other team, in the NFL probably, how many good games you played, complimentary or four quarters of football, you look at the Cleveland Browns, other than the game they played at Halloween against the Bengals, Can you truly name me one game? And I'm sure we'd have to go back and look, and there's probably others. But the one for me that comes to mind, the only truly complete game they played out of what, 16, 17, what's it been? Uh,
2: 16 games already.
1: They played one game, Kenny. And, and And I go back to this because truly, I really, and I'm a fan, trust me when I say this, but it gets harder and harder to root for. You know who I really feel for? Who? season ticket holders and I have Uh, for a long long time because they deserve better and they deserve better talent and they deserve better front office people that maybe interview these players and say this is the type of individual we're looking for to play on our football team and we want them tough on the field and we want them tough in the classroom okay all
2: right here's what I will say about that and I do feel for some of the fans but the season ticket holders, they enable Jimmy Haslam to have mediocre teams. They buy tickets irregardless of good or bad. They go out and they spend their money no matter what, and Jimmy Haslam doesn't feel it in the pocketbook, and that's the way you get the attention of the owner. So I understand why you feel for, for those You know some of the fans, but for those people that just, Mm -hmm. no matter what, they buy tickets, whether they're good or bad, I don't feel for them because, you know what, if you're upset with the way things are being run and you should be with Jimmy Haslam, Mm -hmm. he's been a joke of an owner, then that's how you get his attention.
1: You have to feel for them. They only get eight games a year. They're spending money on those tickets, and when they held them hostage or whatever you want to call it for those PSLs, and you had to pay for your right to have a ticket, that's unfortunate, too. And, it, and they just keep giving and giving and giving. It's not their fault they're fans of this team. I got yeah. news for you. We read this story yesterday with the USFL, and I know the USFL does not compare to the NFL. But when this thing opens up in April and we get two home teams at Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium, I'm telling you right now, that's going to be a home field advantage, and people are going to like it. Because we're the Pittsburgh
2: Maulers.
1: Pittsburgh New Jersey Maulers. Generals. We get two teams. Aren't two teams better than one if it's the Cleveland Browns? Maybe. I don't uh, know. Maybe. I not. mean, I know what? it's not the same. We want to root for the NFL. I'm going to tell you about a story I'm going to read when we sprinkle the infield. Now, get this. What's the that? NFL is gold. It's gold, Jerry. You want to know why? Why? Based on the latest Nielsen ratings the NFL accounted for 82 of the 100 most-watched TV broadcasts of last year. Holy cow. Almost all of them! Right. If the Browns were competitive, it might be 100 out of 100.
2: That's dominant right there, right? Football is king.
1: So how are you not going to feel bad for these fans? They just want to latch on to something. They want something to do in their... If they went in this blizzard or whatever you want to call it a couple of weeks ago to a game, and God yeah. love you if you went to that game, because there's no chance I'm sitting through that crap. And I'm not talking about the field of play. I'm not talking about the the team. I'm talking about the weather alone. And you had season tickets, but guess what? And I, and I know a kid that went. It was the only chance he had to go to a game. I'm going to take it. And they went. Okay. Wait, what do you tell a kid? What do you I, tell an adult know. that's, you know... Brown and orange until I die. One before I die. Whatever you want to call it. What do you tell a fan? I feel for them. I really do.
2: Like I said, I feel for a lot of them. Not all of them, because uh, the the ones that are loyal to a fault, just like some of the coaches are, right? They drink the Kool Aid no matter what. Those are the ones that I, I don't feel for, eh? because, like I said, they're just uh, you know giving money to Haslam and he's laughing all the way to the bank. Um, so you you want to get their attention. You know, boycott a game. Uh, don't, don't buy season They don't tickets. see it, oh. Kenny.
1: Rose-colored glasses. They look yeah. at it as though it's the NFL, and on any given Sunday, anything can happen. Well, as we just told you, they've only played one complete game all season that I can think of. They, you know what?
2: They, what? I mean, they've won You games. said that. I went back to look and see if you missed a game. You didn't. You didn't miss a, a game where they played a complete game, other than the Cincinnati game. Look, like, think about it. Carolina; they barely won that one. That's not a complete game, right? Tampa Bay—that was in overtime, and, right. and Tampa Bay more basically gave you right. that one. Uh, you know what? The Pittsburgh game. Oh, they won by twelve, twenty-nine, seventeen. Backdoor cover. Don't forget. Denzel Ward mm-hmm. right uh, with door. that fumble recovery mm-hmm. so that wasn't a complete game there. They did uh, dominate
1: G- though. They did dominate that first Pittsburgh game because uh who was a uh, uh, Mitch Trubisky, Trubisky was the quarterback yeah. too.
2: Well again so there uh Houston okay they won by 13 points but Watson wasn't really good in that. it's not like you know uh, let, let's uh let's show that highlight film from that game that was great. Baltimore 13-3, Tyron, Tyler, Tyrone, whatever, Huntley, Huntley. the quarterback, he's terrible. Uh, Washington, you stunk in the first half. You played maybe your best half, full half, right, in the second half, but it Mm -hmm. wasn't for four quarters. So to your point, Cincinnati and maybe the first Pittsburgh game, if you want to add a second one, one. but I'm not going to. I'll
1: give you a second one, with the exception of the last minute 55, the Jets game.
2: Yeah, what was that? 31-30, they lose to Joe Flacco. Oh, did you see your guy Flacco He's starting, starting again, this yeah, week? Yeah, uh, he threw for 300 yards against the Browns in that game. That's right. Um, 31-30, they, they lose that one. And what were they up, 30 to 13 points, or
1: something like that? 13 yeah. points with a minute 55 to go, I believe.
2: Yeah, yeah, and they lose 31-30. <laughs> oh, I see only in Cleveland can that happen. But this is bad.
1: I mean yeah. to go. All this, this couldn't have happened on Monday. This had to happen now. He's going to collect his last game check, or maybe he doesn't get it. Maybe he doesn't want it. Do you need a game check when you made ten million this year?
2: Yeah, you take every check you can get when you're at his age, you know. Hey, but and remember this too: you want other d- distractions or um, incidents that embarrass the Browns this year besides Deshaun Watson and all of that off the field. How about when uh, one of the fans threw a bottle at Jimmy Haslam, almost hit the owner, right? And then the dude that stole the golf cart and turfed that was the ridiculous. field at Cleveland Brown Stadium, First Energy Stadium—that's another storyline that is perfect for this season. That has just
1: been <laughs> just chock full of crazy stuff. How in the world does that happen? I mean, we come on! Know. How do you, how does he get into the stadium? You saw you saw the the, the tire tracks, right? Yes. That wasn't a couple of seconds out there. He was there for a while.
2: Dude, he was Ricky Bobby. He was turning left like 10 times. Uh, He's at the 10, the 15, the 20, the 25, the 30, back to the 15, the 10, the 5, back to the 20. Yeah. Hey, let's get
1: this call in right now because we haven't heard from this individual. Happy New Year, Andre in San Diego. Happy New Year, guys.
0: Hey, I, I have to, uh, I have to disagree with you guys. I, I've been mm-hmm. around Brown since Paul Warfield came to my school in 1966 when I was in the first grade, and I often say, I want to meet
2: I, I care, and I. Uh, Andre, you know, they, we can't. You know what, Trey uh you're breaking up right now uh hang up call us right back see if we get a better connection because we didn't hear a word you were saying there other than paul warfield came to your school so hang up call us right back we'll put you back up on the air because we want to hear from our guy andre in san diego and
1: that's where it starts when you get to talk to a paul warfield when you're old enough to remember when the team was good it instills a little bit more pride right and you start thinking okay it's always going to be like that it hasn't been when they left they never rebuilt the culture this organization is not the same Browns team that it was back in the glory days. It just isn't.
2: Right, yeah, and, and Paul Warfield, I mean, think about it. Paul Warfield won a championship with the Browns and then went on uh, to win a championship on the undefeated team with the Miami Dolphins and is Got a him. Hall of Famer. So uh, let's get back to Andre right. in San Diego and see how he is this time. Go ahead, Andre. Sorry, guys, I forgot to disconnect
0: the Bluetooth. Now, what I was saying is that I uh – since Paul Warfield came to my school when I was in the first grade, I've been a Browns fan since then. It's like it's in my DNA. And other than my children, my grandchildren, the only thing I care about is my sports team. That's my passion. And I wish I could cut out sometimes. I could cut out the part of me that cares. Unfortunately, I can't. But I have to disagree with you guys. It's like Al Davis say, just win. Or like – uh uh. Uh, Herm Edwards, you play to win the game. You guys going through scrutiny as well. This guy didn't play and this is a, a win is a win and we haven't had that many of them over the last few years. So I cherish, <laughs> I cherish every, every win. As far as the clowny situation, get out of here. Get, get him out of here. He's, he's, he's a soldier of fortune. He plays, you know, Miles. At least Miles tries, you know, he's not possessed all the time, but you know his heart is in the right place. This guy, you talking about taking plays off. Clowney takes plays off. He takes games off. You know, look how many teams he's, he's played. He's just basically been a soldier of fortune. Miles is getting double teamed on most, on, on most times. Same thing with, with uh, when, uh, 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 J.J. Watts was playing and he still didn't have... No, he wasn't a sack artist in college and he wanted a sack artist in the pros, but for number one overall pick, he has had a disappointing career in my my opinion, and I say good riddance.
2: Hmm. You know what? Jadavian Clowney, I'd say let the door hit you on the ass on the way out, but you might get hurt if it hits you. So just keep on walking and don't come back to Cleveland.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The other problem is you don't have anyone better. I mean... As lackluster as this defensive front has been, in my opinion, all season long, he still gives you the best chance to win when he's playing opposite of Miles Garrett.
2: Well, Alex Wright, is that the kid they drafted this He's going to get a chance, right? I, I think he'll be the guy that starts then, uh, or, or Taven Bryan, uh, whoever it is uh, that'll start out there. But, yeah, Jadavion Clowney, good riddance. Uh, you know, this, Andre's right. He was in it for the money at his age. He's just trying to collect the biggest paycheck that right. he can, whether he plays or he doesn't right. play. Dre,
1: let's ask you this question. Obviously, you're old enough to remember the great Paul Warfield. You mentioned the fact you've got children and grandchildren. I'm assuming they're out west. But if they're like granddad, are they fans of the Cleveland Browns?
0: Well, they're they're all – they're uh... – Unfortunately they're all they're, they're scattered. Most of most of the, a lot of their loyalties are, you know, are out here. Like my, my son, I have four four daughters and uh, one son, and my son is a Charger fan. Of course he so is. Well, he was born here.
1: Of course he, he is. Uh, and the thing is this, born. had he followed your footsteps, and most of us did. You know, my father told me when I was a kid, you root for your hometown team. And I'm in northeast Ohio. I was a Minnesota Viking fan as a kid. And I said, You know what? You have to, because for whatever reason, it was a regional thing. You started rooting for the Browns, and you know, next thing you know, they steal your heart. You're a fan. I did it because my dad told me to. But if I was living in San Diego, and you're a Browns fan, and your kid decides to root for the Chargers, you can't really blame them. But if the Browns have been good winning Super Bowls or making it to the Super Bowls, San Diego did, maybe he would have been a Browns fan.
0: Yeah, uh, maybe I took him. I took him to. I took him to a, I took him to a Browns Browns game when they came out and played the Chargers a few years ago, and I even took him to. Uh, we paid for the package where you know you have the t- the uh, the night before the meet and greet with with uh, with alumni players, and then they had the massive tailgate. And so he got to see what real passion, what real passion, what craziness is, and he and he was uh, blown away just how how many Browns fans were there, and just how crazy we are with our Dawson house and our Wolf, our roof roof and. All that other stuff. So he was—he he, was—he was—he was impressed because you know the the, char- the Chargers have fans, but not not like not like uh, not like us. Um, real quickly before I go, I think if I had my wishes, you know, for the off season, and you know, sometimes wishes come true, sometimes they don't. First thing on my list was get rid of D Podesta. Now we're gonna need—you gotta show up the defensive line, and you need another stud on the opposite line dpj is okay but we need another stud especially a stud with some speed to take uh so you can't double um
2: uh both our receivers so we need wait wait wait. are you giving up on anthony schwartz already
1: andre really Uh, (laughs) stop it uh 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 uh, uh, yes (laughs) you know the best thing about the season though is they stole amari cooper
2: Yeah, they did. That was, a where we'll rip on Andrew Barry, and he deserves it, right? That was one of the better moves that he made this offseason. And, Andre, about the kid thing, all right, real quick, I'll give you a quick story. Uh, My son was born in 92. He was born here in Ohio. I'm originally from Pittsburgh. I'm a diehard Steelers fan. Uh, But I gave him the opportunity to root for whoever he wanted to, okay? And with what I was doing at the time, working at WKNR, he got to go to various events where he got to meet Tim Couch and Kevin Johnson and, and uh, some of the other Browns players of that era. And, unfortunately, they stunk. And he sees me rooting for the Steelers, who were winning. And we go to a Super Bowl party when the Steelers beat Seattle, I think it was. So he made the choice of rooting for the Steelers. I gave him that opportunity. The Browns screwed it up uh, you know, uh, for him because they weren't uh, any good, or he might be a Browns fan.
0: Yeah, it's, it's it's it's
2: it's hard. It's hard being a Brown fan. It's hard being a Cleveland sports fan.
0: Period. But you know what? Um, I can I live in San Diego, but my heart is still in Ohio and still with my my hometown city of Cleveland. So win, lose, or tie, I'm always going to be a Browns, cast and Tri fan.
1: No, it is it's not hard. Fans. And Donovan Mitchell, we trust, brother.
0: Man, yeah, go, go. show sure enough. Oh man, that 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 performance of the night gave me gave me goosebumps.
2: Yeah, it was awesome. Hey, Dre, always great to hear from you. Happy New Year, yeah. my friend. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, by the way, though, did you see who dropped 49 points last night?
1: I did. And did you see who's not playing tonight like we told you yesterday when you go to form and play your parlays tonight?
2: Joel Embiid's not playing tonight?
1: Donovan Mitchell is not playing in Denver. Denver only. Last time I checked, giving the Cavaliers five and a half.
2: I got it. get okay, busy. Can we get to a break. Brian, do we get to a break? I got to, uh, Brian, we're going to get to a break here. I got uh, something I got to do here uh, during this uh, timeout uh, with that information. And we'll come back with plenty more of the Kenny and JT show. Stay with us.
1: The Roadman and JT on 1480 WHBC.